And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. <laughs> what is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. A little anxious to get on here to talk, to chat, to get this episode out because you know what? I think I'm going to start moving these Wednesday episodes to Thursday. I record them on Wednesday, and so I can either drop it right now, you know, right out the gate and then put it on there, or I can just save it and drop it for Thursday when everyone can catch it in the morning when they wake up. So if you can please do me a huge favor, make sure that you like, share, review the show. If you're watching on this YouTube, please make sure you subscribe. We have hit the monetization hour watch time, but we do not have the subscribers. So I need the subscribers. So if you can help me by subscribing to the YouTube channel and help me grow the show, because I can't do it without your help. I appreciate you. So today we're going to talk about the sleazy salesman. Yep. Well, for those of you who know, I am a salesman. And I have a hard time with a lot of things that happen in my job sometimes because people think that just any person who's trying to sell you someone something is sleazy. And I feel like this mentality comes from car salesmen. I feel like you walk into the car dealership with this predisposed motion that people are going to try and sell you something you do not need, which 90% of the time they do try to sell you something that you do not need. They try to upsell you. They try to tell you that you need this, you need that, you need the extended warranty, you need that undercoating, you need this, you need that, blah, blah, blah. When in reality, if you just sit there and you look at the situation, most people do not keep their cars for a very long time. And if you do, you are they, you know, you're you're um, one of those people who are just a little bit different than everyone else. You're the the, the lower percentage, um, and I say that because I have been around a lot of people, and I used to to sell tires as well. And you see, everyone's coming in with a new car every couple of years, just like most people move from their house every couple of years. So something to think about. The problem that I have is like when I walk into a house and I've had this happen like two or three times, I've had people tell me, don't try to sell me anything different. My job is to educate you. My job is to tell you the different things that I sell, the different options that I have and educate you on what the difference is between them. So what I like about my job is I have a bunch of different options of products that I can sell you. If I walk in there and you tell me I want the very best you have, then I have that product. I just want something mid-range. Well, I have that product. Well, I want it to have some texture. Well, I have that product. Like we have options. So that's the big thing. And most times people don't know what they want. So you have to explain those situations. And I've gotten very good at doing what I do. Um, it's been very lucrative for me because I have gotten to the point where I'm very efficient and I can pretty much close, you know, over 60% of what I walk in on. The majority of the times that I don't close them are due to the fact that the customer has probably got another coat or is like going to a big box store. Over time, I've worked with a bunch of people who have always said, well, how do you sell this? How do you do that? How do you make that happen? Because customers don't buy from my company. I mean, that may have got my foot in the door, but they buy from me. They buy from the person who is educating them and giving them the most options and being a good salesman. And I think that that's tough. I think when you start out selling stuff, in which I've done sales for three years at this company, but I worked at Les Schwab for 11 years selling tires. And when you start to know the benefits of what you do, you start to sell the benefits of what you do. And I've had to be, I had to think a lot about this because there's products that we sell that are ever changing, right? And I look at those products and I try to decide what is the best for my customer. And I try to have some integrity about what I'm doing. And 
when we sell stuff, like I can, I can go in, there's products that I have that I can make much more money on personally. I could take home much more money, but it's not the best product for that person. And so integrity is hard to find. There is a lot of salesmen who will fake it till they make it. And that, that gives people a bad name because you're telling a customer that they need something that they don't need, or you're making up things about the product so that the customer will buy it anyway. You know, um, it's, it's kind of crazy how that happens. A lot of times, like I come in, I run into this with shutters, for instance. Okay. Because we sell a lot of shutters. There's different compositions of shutters. I sell hardwood ones. We sell composite ones, blah, 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 blah. Options. We have lots of options. Those options are always, we have a custom one that's painted to match. That's wood. We have a composite one that is, um, not paint to match, but you, you match the color as close as you possibly can. What's the main difference? Well, the main difference is, is that wood costs more. Wood is a better product. Composite is cheaper. And that's really all it boils down to. And so you know when you go in and you talk to someone that says they had just got another quote that composite is better than wood, you know why they told them that. Well, the problem is, is that they don't have a product that they can sell and make it a reasonable margin on. So they're going to tell the person whatever makes them the most money. Will that fit there? Yes. Will it look good? Yes. Telling people what they want to hear and, you know, not telling them the options, not telling them the truth, not telling them what they can have is always something that gets you in trouble. And I have a hard time with that. I personally have a hard time with that because I know what works. I know what works well. I know I've been through all the products. I've seen the different options. I've seen the way that they look. And I have a hard time saying, well, this is not as good or this is that. So I make sure that the number one thing that I do is I educate people. I tell them, this is the benefit of this. This is the benefit of that. Most people won't tell you, won't sell you this because they're afraid that they can't sell you that at a higher price because that's what it is. Would cost more than composite? Same thing with blinds. Same with any, you know, faux wood blinds are cheaper than wood blinds. Wood blinds are lighter than faux wood blinds. You know, I mean, there's all these options that you have that they don't know unless you educate them. And what I have found is that for me, the more I educate the customer on their product that they're getting, the less questions they have after the installation because they don't see it. We walk in with a sample book, we show them colors, they pick that stuff out and we talk about the different options that they have. And over time, you get feedback from customers. Well, I didn't like this. Well, I didn't like that. Well, I didn't like this. And then it's always, well, did you know that there's going to be this? Like, <coughs> excuse me, I explain the differences to them so that they know because I don't want them calling me back. The best thing for me is to walk into a house, measure the house, sell the house and never see him again until they move. Because that tells me that they got what they asked for. Um you know, and if they didn't, it's okay to call me and tell me that. But on the same token, it's like we create more problems by not telling them everything that they need to know or lying about, well, there's this, you know, um, you know, like a car salesman will tell, oh, well, it gets 40 miles a gallon and it gets 25. Um, they don't come in a stick, but it does. And, you know, you may never find that out and you may never know that, but I just, I can't do it. I don't have, I don't have that in me to tell someone that, Something that is inferior is better. And I think that that's the biggest thing. You know, what we're talking about here in reality is branding. 
right? That's my brand, you yeah. know? Like I said earlier, they don't buy from the company. They buy from the individual. So I could go in there and sell and quote something and have a different outcome than the next salesman down the line based on the interaction that I had with them, based with the personability that I give them, based on who I am and the integrity that I show. So integrity is something that is hard to come by. Um, and I think more and more in this day and age, we have issues where people don't have integrity because if they did, they would do the right thing when no one's looking. And that's a tough thing. Like, I'm not going to go in there and tell a customer. And I've had the, so this is the thing. Like, I've had this happen multiple times. I'm not going to go in there and lie to a customer. And I'm going to tell them right off the bat, you know, we may not be the cheapest in town. We may not be, but we have the best service and that's all there is to it. And if we have the best service and that's very important to you, it doesn't matter what the cost is because you're willing to get it right the first time and not have to ever deal with it. So those are just some of the things that I work through and some of the things that I do every single day when I sell something. And I can't, it's hard because we live in a world where I feel like the majority of the time integrity goes by the wayside. And the problem is, is you spend time with people who are like you. So the majority of the people, when I tell them certain situations that I have, will say, yeah, that's not right. You shouldn't do that. You should feel that way. Um, and it's hard when you don't agree with something, but you also need to see all sides of that situation. So that's what I'm working on with myself because even though, you know, we have, so like we have a new product and even though we have that new product and I don't like the way that it looks, if I don't show them that option, then I'm not helping them. Right. And maybe they will like it. I'm, I'm predetermining that they won't like it. And so that's, that's the thing. It's like, have an open mind, be willing to allow people to maybe, maybe you're wrong. It's possible. Maybe you're not. That's possible too. But don't be willing to just give up and say, nope, you're wrong and not do something just because you're afraid. Have an open mind about it. You know, don't be afraid to do your own research to figure things out. Um, anyway, I wanted to say thanks to everyone who's been hanging out this far. If you can please, like I said, subscribe to YouTube, subscribe to the podcast, do a review. It's been a long time since I've had a review. I was listening to my friend Jay's podcast the other day, which we do one drink Wednesday, every Wednesday at seven o'clock Pacific standard time. Jay Finning has hard parking podcast. He's like, it's been a year since I got a review. People aren't reviewing podcasts and I would love to get a review from you. So if you have a review, if you do a review and you, and you let me know, DM me on Instagram, DM me wherever, I'll send you some stickers. Um, I'd like to make sure that, you know, we're taking care of those people who take care of the show. So again, it's free. Subscribe, like, share, review. Really appreciate you all. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success.